0: Pain will subside only when we acknowledge it and care for it. Addressing it with love and compassion would take out a minuscule percentage of the energy it takes to fight it. But approaching pain head on is terrifying. Most of us were not taught how to recognize pain, name it, and be with it. Our families and culture believe that the vulnerability that it takes to acknowledge pain was weakness. So we were taught anger, rage, and denial instead. But what we know now is that when we deny our emotion, it owns us. When we own our emotion, we can rebuild and find our way through pain. Hi, my name is Fungai Metler and this is the Raw Stories podcast. It is a place where we acknowledge where we're coming from by telling f- stories followed by lessons. Today, my wonderful guest is Chengetai Mukuku. I'm not sure there's a better example of someone who was able to recognize her pain, own her story, and writes a new ending that includes transforming her pain into compassion for herself, but also compassion for others. Tengitai Mukuku, amongst many things, is the head of accounting and finance at and Trust. And she's incredibly passionate about working with child headed homes and helping children in need find the resources and the food, their school fees. Uh, poverty alleviation is what uh, she does best counseling these kids as well in the situations because in many ways she can relate to the situations that they are in. She has been there. She's an epitome of strength. Tai is also my big sister. I'm very excited to have you here today, Chenge. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Fungi. I'm excited, Fungai. I'm excited (laughs) to be here. And to share my experiences and my story. Which is absolutely amazing. Why don't we dig right in? I'm sure everyone is now dying to know a little bit about your story. Who are you? How did you get here? What is the core of your story?
1: Um, I'm going to talk about depression. Um, As we all know, in the black community, uh, depression is, is not real. According to Mm. everyone around us, we don't look at it as a sickness, but as Mm. attention-seeking. I started suffering from depression when I was 11, when I lost my mom. Uh, I would act out. I would try a lot of things. Um, I remember at one point, I even tried committing suicide when I was 11. That's how deep it was. But because everyone that surrounded me did not realize what it was, everyone thought that I was attention seeking. For as far as I can remember, everyone in the family, um, labeled me as the black sheep, the attention seeking child. But mm. I was not, I was not attention seeking. I was sick. And And it's something that
0: you never talk to to anyone about this.
1: No, no. I remember when I was 11, I tried committing suicide. I got sick. And they just said, she's looking for attention. She started. She's looking for attention. But that was not it. The day that my mother died, a piece of me broke. Mm. You see, what happened is when my mother died, three days later, one of my cousins was having a wedding. So, my mother's funeral was rushed. She died on a Wednesday. We buried her on a Thursday afternoon. And we went back. And then, because she was buried in a raw area. And then on the Friday, we're getting ready for a we- wedding. On the Saturday, that was when the wedding was. Me and both my siblings were part of the bridal team for this mm. wedding. And I remember it was such a tough time for me and my siblings. And I remember at one point, um, my little sister was sitting there and she held my hand. She was crying and she held my hand. And she said to me, Chenge, where are we going to live after this? Because um, we hadn't settled in into anyone's home yet. It was still fresh. And I remember breaking down and crying because I had no answers as well. I was just a child. 11, my brother was, yeah. my brother was a child as well in all of this, and I said to her, "I don't know," and I broke down and I started crying, and one of the aunties, she's actually a family friend, came to to us, and she saw that uh, we both now were crying, and she said, she said to us, um, "Your mother is not going to come back. You people crying does not bring back your mother. she's gone." That's
0: so cruel
1: so cruel so harsh um to somebody who is 11 and the other child who is six those words were too deep those Mm. words i can i can't even uh, consider saying such words to someone who's my age who's lost their mother i mean three days Mm. two days after they've lost their mother and i go to them and say even if you cry you cry (laughs) your mother is not going to come back those words were too cruel Those were some of the words that spiraled my depression.
0: Uh, We lost mom. And then a few days later, we didn't have time to grieve or to mourn. Literally a few days later, we were celebrating a wedding as a family. And it was sort of uh, a forgotten event. But for you, it wasn't. Um, You you were still struggling and pushing through that pain. But then what happened? How did you eventually um, stop trying to commit suicide? What changed for you?
1: counseling but only this changed this year
0: (laughs) later this
1: year that's when i started going to counseling exactly over 20 years later that's when i started going to counseling and that's when i started realizing that no my trauma started when i was 11 the words that a certain lady said to me and my sister when we were still mourning, triggered everything, all I wanted to do with my life was to end the pain because I felt that no one understands the pain that I am feeling and no one's going to try and help me. So I needed it to end.
0: Wow. And so you're saying that over time, you may have, maybe you didn't think about mom every day anymore. I know we think about her very often and you try to move on with your life. 20 years passed, but you still fi- found yourself at different um, uh, different time points, going always back to that moment of, I wish I was dead, I wish I wasn't here.
1: Yes, a lot a lot of times that has happened to me, yes.
0: And how did you get out of it each time? Because it takes a lot of strength um, to to get yourself out of that thinking on when you had the different episodes or the different um when the different times came and you thought, I really want to end this now. And I'm asking because if there's someone that's listening today that has been at that place and they're saying, I want to end it today. I want to end it tomorrow. What kind of strength did you go into that kept you living?
1: Um, For me, I cannot say I did this to uh, stop it, to stop my mind from thinking that. I remember uh, my last serious attempt was um, when I was 22, 23, I think, when I took a bunch of tablets and I was put in ICU, it was, a bad, it was a really, really bad time for me. Um, and when I got up and I was in hospital, I'm looking at my surroundings, my brothers crying, my sisters crying. That for me was painful. But um, people around me would say to me, don't you appreciate? You've got a roof over your head. You've got food on your table. Don't you Mm. appreciate? It's not that I didn't appreciate, but I was sick and people failed to realize that that, no, she needs more than food. I needed counseling and no one stepped up to to see that. Even I myself did not see that. At some point, I started thinking that maybe I'm not normal. Why do I keep doing this? It's only this year that I reached out to you. And I told you that yeah. I am struggling with depression. Not that you are not appreciating that, oh, no. I've got a job. Oh, I've got this. Oh, I've... No, it's, Depression is beyond that. That's so it's strong. It's beyond that. Oh, sometimes yeah. you can't, you fail to get out of bed. And sometimes yeah. you are in a very good mood. And sometimes you, you, there's always the highs and the lows, but I'm finding my healing.
0: Wow, and so... Um what gave you the courage to, to to message and say because I remember a couple of months back you messaged to say Fufu, I'm struggling and I need help and that's when we immediately started to look for a counsellor that you could speak to um, because for me it was the first time that you actually told me that you were struggling with this and I really appreciated it um, because it really made me realise we needed to get you the support and I'm so glad that you're having these conversations with the counsellor and you're going through your process Process, but what gave you the courage to speak out?
1: What gave me the courage was
0: that I was laying in bed one
1: day and I just wanted it all to end. And something, I don't know, God, I think, uh, spoke to me in my heart and said, talk to someone. I remember going through my contacts saying, who can I talk to that won't judge me and put me in a box? I don't want to be put mm. in a box. And I don't want people to say, don't you appreciate the life that you have? I do. But it's beyond that. So amongst all my (laughs) contacts, you were the only one that I felt that you and Usula, I could talk to Mm -hmm. and explain what I was going through. And I would be able to get help.
0: Without feeling judged.
1: Without feeling judged.
0: Right. So if you would say um, for someone that's struggling through something like this, one key is to build strong relationships around them and people yes. that they can reach out to when they're struggling know yes well this is very it's very interesting because I think for the most part right um, I know at least in Switzerland and I think also in Zimbabwe you'd often hear that this person has passed on they committed suicide and everyone's always every single time everybody stops and says what why how how they look so happy they seemed so happy their life was in order you would never know right and I think for the most part many of us don't get the chance to speak to someone that has struggled in the way that you have with depression and thoughts of hurting yourself Um, and so it's amazing that you feel uh, strong enough to open up and to share your experiences I know this can't be easy uh, but I do appreciate you opening up and I really hope that someone else can find their own strength through hearing your story yeah I do i
1: do and i hope that people are not scared to approach me whenever they i'm still in the process of healing i'm not yet there Mm -hmm. but i can help i can help anyone that needs an ear to listen to because i have been there myself and i know it's not an easy journey
0: Wow, that's amazing. That's a very generous offer. So you're saying anyone that's struggling through, come, let's hold hands and let's do this together. Yes. Would you tell us a little bit about how you've overcome, you know, in your life? Because I know the sides of your story. I know how you took your education into your own hands way over 25 and decided you wanted to build your career all the same. Would you tell us a little bit about that and how it has brought you where you are today?
1: I just got up one day, different, <laughs> and I decided um, I needed to make something of myself. Mm-hmm. I needed to further my education, try and do something, and I started with my O level at twenty, twenty, twenty-four. <laughs> I wow. wrote, I passed, and then I started doing ACCA from the foundation level. I proceeded to the diploma level and i I keep going I keep going now I've taken a break a little bit to focus on my work but when next year starts I'm gonna keep pushing I'm gonna keep pushing yeah
0: that's amazing Uh, and above your accounting degree you're also doing a leadership training
1: yes I'm doing a leadership training with Sally's Institute of Women and it's been amazing it's been awesome.
0: What are some of the learnings that you've um, gathered from there that you'd like to share?
1: Oh, I've gathered quite a bit. I have learned that um, it takes a group to work. You don't just do it alone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it takes a group and it takes trust. And once trust is lost, that is it. Um, yeah. We need support from others. Um, uh, You you cannot build a mountain on your own. And you need a mentor in your life. You can't just say, I'm going to do this on my own. Look for mentors. uh, Find out how they got where they they are at the moment, especially if you want to to go in a certain way. If you want to learn in a certain way, look for a mentor. Ask them how they got where they are, and when you find out how they got, let them uh train you mm. Find an accountability partner someone who is who you are accountable to uh that will say to you no 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 no, no, you cannot keep um um doing the same thing because sometimes the thing that keeps us going around in one circle is something small. So if you find an accountability partner, that person will be able to, to mold you and help you to say, this is the reason why you keep being on one circle. So so that's alone. Wow. Yeah. And uh, we learned about um, a motivational mountain, <laughs> that uh, you write things, you write um, on the right side, things that will help you get there. On the left side, things that are delaying you from getting there. And then wow. on the top of the mountain, you write what you want to, to achieve. So that's, that's impressive. Been, yeah, that has been helping me a lot in the sense that um, uh, I know on my right side, <laughs> I put uh, God, I put Usula, and I put fungi. Say so these are the people that I know, well, and God, that will help me get to where I'm going. And on the left side, (laughs) I put things that I know that um, delay me, my weaknesses, my personal weaknesses. I put them there. And one of my weaknesses is uh, thinking that happiness is in the next level. Hmm. I, I, I suffer from that a lot to say, I think I'll be happy when I buy a car then when you buy the car what's next you start thinking okay i think i'll be happy when i when i um achieve this and when you achieve it you i always forget to celebrate the moment so wow this is impressive so in this you always have to make sure that i personally have to make sure that i celebrate the moment And it's helping me with my depression to say, okay, Chenge, I've got a self reflection notebook that I have that I write thing to say, okay, Chenge, you achieved this. You should celebrate this. And sometimes celebration doesn't mean opening a bottle of wine all the time. Sometimes celebration (laughs) means playing, playing your favorite song and dancing. And that's just what I do. I play my favorite song and I dance and I a know, lot of you've time, sent
0: me videos dancing
1: <laughs> and a lot of times uh people uh i always post on my statuses whenever i feel that i'm just too good i need to take a video of myself i don't take pictures only <laughs> i take videos of myself <laughs> and I, I do that. And people don't always understand. It doesn't, She get tired of taking videos, but it's me celebrating the small milestones that are just breathing. Sometimes just being alive on that day is a milestone for me. It might not be a milestone for you, but it's a milestone for me. I achieved. I conquered.
0: Wow. This is really, really, really... Quite strong, um, especially considering everything that you've been through and how you, you've you just changed your mindset. You have a winning mindset, right? It's a mindset that I'd call the badass mindset um, of <laughs> someone that is owning their story, owning their power, but not claiming to having arrived. And the reason why I, I love speaking to you so much is you don't claim to have all the answers. You don't claim to have arrived you, and yet you have achieved so much. You've climbed so many mountains um, and you, you have an outlook for tomorrow. And you're saying, I'm working on myself today, um, but also have goals and plans, but also learning to live in the present moment and celebrating the present moment. That's amazing.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Well, I've enjoyed speaking to you and I've enjoyed um, listening to your story and your struggle with depression. Thank you so much for your willingness to speak about it and to open up on such a deep level. Um, And I just want to bring a couple of things back to the table. So, the first one is Chenge has offered that if anyone is struggling through depression and is having suicidal thoughts, please reach out to her. She's willing to talk to you, she's been there. She's working on it now. She's getting healing, she's getting counseling um, and she'd be happy to provide you with support, which is a very generous offer. Um, but Chenge, what three key things would you say you want to leave everyone with from our conversation today?
1: Um,
0: I want to tell people out there that you are
1: never too old to start something. Mm. You are never too Don't let people's timelines pressure you. Everyone has their life written in a different level, in a different way. So just because you did not get married at 23, it doesn't mean that at 35 you will not get married. You will still find happiness, (laughs) even in your 30s, even in your 40s. You can still find happiness. I love that. And you also, another thing is, you are complete on your own. You have to find completeness within yourself before you can burden someone else to say, uh, you are my, my complete other. You are not a puzzle piece. You are whole on your own. You are enough. If you create that mindset of saying, I am enough, I always affirm this to myself that I am enough a thousand times enough, and that has brought me joy. Just
0: knowing that uh, I am enough. That's amazing. And it's something I've learned from you ever since you shared that with me. It's something that I'm learning to practice for myself as well to say, I am Mm -hmm. enough. A thousand times enough. And
1: you are exactly where you are supposed to be. Wow. And... The third thing that I'd leave people with is be kind. You do not know what battles people are fighting behind closed doors. So in a world where you can be anything, in a world where you can be mean,
0: in a world, be kind. And that's a brilliant finish. Um, a really, really brilliant finish, Chenge. Thank you so much for sharing these experiences. I'll end us with a quote that I, I feel like it fits uh, to the conversation we've had, and it's from uh, Vision Lakiani. And he says, every person's life unfolds in a way that is unique to them. Each significant event you experience leaves a trace. Every high, every low, every elation, every suffering. These experiences shape you into who you're meant to be. And when you decode them, you'll discover that God has a plan for you and who you're meant to be. You're here to fulfill your unique role, career, and mission. Your greatest job is to uncover your story straight, stay true to it and act from it and from everything that you've said chenge your pain has become your mission and you're helping not only children heal um but also fellow people your age my age and thank you so much for the work that you're doing i appreciate having you here and i love you so much thank you for coming to the podcast thank you fungi and i love you too